Welcome back. Welcome back. To Pop Pinion. Pop Pinion. Episode 22. And you wrote that on the whiteboard. Well, I wrote the agenda of our episode and I just happened to put episode 22. Which is supposed to be our whole gimmick. You're not supposed to know. <laughs> I know. Okay, I won't do it next time. I was gonna I was I was gonna try to give you a clue and start singing a song. Do you want me to still do it? Yes. I don't know about you, you. but I'm feeling twenty two. <laughs> Why did that change from like a I don't know. I Taylor thought it was Sw- a totally different song you were singing. No, Taylor Swift. I don't fuck with you. That's the song. <laughs> what was that? I don't fuck with twenty two? I don't know. Yeah. I was like, is that what you're singing? Case, how are you doing? I'm good. So we're recording on um, the American Inauguration Day, and I have to say, it's a good day. It's a good day. Not going to get political. It's a good day. I'm happy to see some changes in the States. I know we're not American, but I'm happy. But And again, they directly affect us. It's yeah. a country that's right there. Well, and it's just a lot of, yeah, negative. Like two weeks ago with the riots and stuff like it was just it's been hard it's been a lot and I just think change is always good it's just always good to just fresh let's have a fresh like start you know do you want to hear my top three favorite moments love it I mean number one yes. has to be uh, a black female vice president has oh, to be number one amazing yes uh number two Bernie Sanders who looked like this this was just on his to-do list that he had to go to this okay and he just looked like he was wearing his mask and he looked like he had other errands to run right like just like okay go to the inauguration pick up milk like uh go to the post office right, uh, right. I have to go to the doctor like right. it just seemed like it was a part of his day right he just never looks happy yeah Uh, And number three, um, I can't remember who it was, which makes me feel bad about it now, but he wore uh, Air Jordan 1s and they were like, there's a Dior version. So the really expensive one of the the people there wore that and he was there with his kids. So I really liked that. Okay. That's good. I didn't watch, uh, I watched a lot in the morning, like when um, the former president left, I watched like that all happen and and him get on the plane and, and his speech and stuff like that. And then I watched... Kind of like, you know, then it was kind of just at people arriving. So I was like, okay, I've I, like, I may have to work and I have to do other things. So I have it taped. And then I happened to see um, Joe Biden's speech. Like I just happened to pop in and I was like, oh, let's see where they are. He had been sworn in. So he was just giving his speech. So I've seen that so far, but I'm definitely going to go back and, and watch or Yeah. So I'm happy. It's just, you know, I don't know. Just feels like a new year. Maybe new him. Like maybe things will just hopefully get better. <laughs> I mean, we got we got movie challenges yes, to distract us. So we do. Okay, let's go. Let's go. So last week we picked Interstellar and Kill Bill, two wildly different movies. Could not be more different. Uh, we watched Interstellar together. Um, yeah, we just did like a movie night, pop some popcorn. I mean, hunker down because you're like this is not. You know, an hour and a half movie. This is like you're in it, right? It's almost. I think it's about three hours. I think it's about three hours. But for me, I don't know what for you, but it is worth every second. For me, I think it is one. I just think it's such a good movie. There's no for how long it is. And if you just look at it and you go, oh, that's a long movie. There isn't any really wasted time. There isn't. There's not much they put in the movie that isn't going to uh, come to fruition not, later in the movie. Yeah. And it's not like it's not un- like it's necessary. All this stuff. And the story is so brilliantly told and the characters like Matthew McConaughey is like next level. I just think he's so good in it. Um, and Hathaway who, you know, I, I'm not, I don't want again, I'm not, I don't want to be mean on here, but she's not somebody I tend to favor she, towards. Yeah, she's not she's your just, favorite. Yeah, There's she's nothing not wrong my with favorite. That. 
I think she's excellent in this movie, though. Um, I mean, Jessica Chastain, I absolutely love. She's brilliant. I don't I just think it's a really well done movie like really and dad had never seen it so we made him watch it with us and um which was shocked he never had seen it but um and he was really into it too like he really enjoyed it it's a great movie but you do have to be prepared to sit for three hours kind of you know and be invested because it and it's also a complicated movie like we could never t- say what it's about. No, there's a we lot of try, but there's like, a lot of time travel, wormhole kind of deal. That I mean, I wrote down the description as it's set in a dystopian future, which I didn't know it was the future. Okay, I thought, thought it was like, just kind of like a modern. Do you know it actually did give a year? Do you know what year it was set in? Oh my gosh, no! It was set in 2067. Okay, Oof. Um, a little time, guys. We got to get this Earth in better shape. Because and this is a future where. Uh, I think it's Jonathan Cooper, but they, everyone just calls him Cooper or Coop. Coop is Matthew McConaughey. He was a former NASA pilot mm-hmm. and is now a farmer. And corn is the only sustainable source that's left on Earth. Yeah, like the Earth is basically almost dead, and everyone's gonna die on it. So they have to go and try and find other planets. And they had sent astronauts, like a ten, I think, to ten different places to to record back, like. Yes, we could live here. No, we can't. So they do visit a couple of those places. Uh, so it's space stuff. It's Earth. It's like layered. It's time. I wouldn't even say it's time travel because it's not really time traveling. It's time like it's ben- time it's, loops. It's like bending time and yes, space. Yes, yes. It's not time. Tra- it's not like they're like in going to. It's like if they go to one planet, just as an example, if they're on the planet, what is it? One minute is every no one hour is seven years on planet earth. So they're like, Oh my God, if we go on this planet, we're losing seven. Like, let's just wrap it up in an hour. Cause that's seven years we've missed. And this guy has like kids back home and he's trying to save earth. So anyways, it's good. It's action. It's family. It's like, right. Like it just, it's kind of feel good. Sort of. I don't, I don't even, I don't even well, feel good, but like all of, all of McConaughey's motivation in this movie is to just get back to his kids. They and have an earth for them to, or some, sorry, somewhere that, like save them. Because a, a main part of it, Michael Caine plays uh professor brand who is Anne Hathaway's dad. Mm-hmm. And he says, okay, we have plan a, which is find, uh, I think it's find a way to save earth. If I'm not, or it could be yeah, find somewhere where you can move everyone from Earth to somewhere safe that doesn't take up too much time yes. or space. Yes. Uh, and then Plan B is an entire new generation. Yeah. It's incubated eggs or yeah, fertilized like yeah. To just start populate a, a new area. Start so, over. So some people don't know that information going into the plant. Like it's yeah. There's a. There's a lot of layers. That's the best I think we could do without giving things away or whatever. But I highly recommend it. I think it's a great movie. I think it's super entertaining. It is really smart, too. Like, they use really big words. So you don't always know what's going on. But, you know, you just trust that they're the right words. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I I didn't even look at it to the smart part. Like, when I was taking notes, it was more just about the people in it. Like, yeah, yeah. the kid, uh, Mackenzie Foy, plays the younger version of Coop, who then, yeah. or not Coop, uh, Murph, who yes. then becomes Jessica Chastain. Yes. Uh, Timothy Chalamet yes. is uh, the younger version. And then Casey Affleck, you find out, is an older, which this movie does a really good job of getting pretty 
I'd say A B list actors to play in pretty significantly small roles. Yeah. Even we're not going to mention what extent he is in this movie, but there is an A list star who may or may not be a part of our next segment. Yes. I love being as vague as possible because I wrote down his name and I'm like, no, it's it's worth it to get that surprise of him being in this movie. Yeah, I agree. I agree for sure. Um. The, I've, it was fascinating the first few minutes because I forgot that this is a post-truth society that they live in now. Right. And they're taught that the Apollo missions going to the moon were faked. Mm-hmm. And Coop uh, has to go talk to uh, her, his daughter's, uh, I think it's principal and a teacher. And they're telling him about how these moon landings were fake. And it's just something that's so shocking because people still believe that even yeah. now. yeah. But this is a world where it's the truth. It's the given that they faked going to the moon. Yeah. And all of those failed missions were just faked. Yeah, it was just fake. And when they got there, it was just a TV studio. Right. Uh, they didn't go that specific, but that's no, what you have to... No, but that's what you're she, The teacher did say something along the lines of, it was such a good production. Yes, she did. I know. And he was just like seething. Like, he was so mad. Um, Anne Hathaway, Michael Caine. Michael Caine is like, I mean, he's Alfred and Batman. Like, he has a lot of pretty prominent roles. He's someone that you just the whole time you think he's just this well-respected professor, and he's surviving through this. I mean, they get stuck on one planet, and I think they lose thirty years, mm-hmm. something like that. They do, and he's just there in a wheelchair trying to trying to solve this complicated problem. Yeah, yeah math math it's a lot of it's a lot of math but it, honestly it it doesn't matter though it doesn't like it's not like you need to be smart because we are well for i'll speak for myself not smart in math and not, not smart not in a, any of that stuff aerodynamics aero anything so nasa like i'm not you know but it's still an enjoyable movie i have a lot sure. i have a lot of nasa apparel I have, oh there like, you go nasa hats and sweaters yeah. and shirts <laughs> it's a it's cool i just know it's something that i couldn't do it, it it's a movie that Again, you if you do know this kind of stuff, then you're going to be fully on board and really invested in it. That's why before I saw the movie, my friend Miles, I have to give a shout out to, explained the entire plot of the movie. And honestly, when he explained it, it felt like it took as long as the movie. He <laughs> went into every right. detail possible, but it just it doesn't hearing about the movie doesn't no. do it justice. It's no. something you really have to Definitely. see. Yeah, I wrote down especially that it's beautiful, spectacularly like the visuals mm. and once you kind of once they connect that story and you get your kind of I don't even want to say reveal but just once kind of all the dots are connected yes it's very it's not something where it's like oh I don't even understand what happened once they connect all those dots you're like okay this all makes sense they did all of this for a reason and it's wonderful wonderfully done Christopher Nolan he made a visionary right like he's just yeah he made a similar movie that I still haven't seen yet Tenant not similar in the sense, just yes. the similar in the sense of confusing and yeah. little sci-fi. I know it's supposed to be one of the best movies of last year. I haven't seen it, so. But I mean, if, it. if it's a contender, then we're gonna have to watch it. Yes. All right, is that good for yeah. you good for Interstellar? Yeah. All right, uh, the other movie, Kill Bill, Volume One. Yes. Two thousand three, Quentin Tarantino. We love our Quentin. Yeah, we really do talk about him a lot. Me I realized how much he comes up, and he's still gonna come up later in the podcast. Yeah, for sure he is. <laughs> yeah um yeah it's a you know what it's a great movie is it one of his best no not for me but I still really enjoy it it's like over the top gory and I found as he gets um 
you know, more as he made more and more movies, it became a little more plot driven. Yeah. Like it wasn't so like gore, like he loves his gore and he loves his dramatic whatever. And I'm all for that. But you know, the girl's arm gets cut off and she, the blood is just, I mean, there wouldn't be any blood it, left in her. <laughs> like it, it's, it it's, hits the camera, which to me was one of the best parts of that. That's a, the, probably the craziest sequence of that entire movie. And it's just this arm is, or this arm is cut off and so much blood's coming out that it just starts splashing the camera. And I just think I, aside from watching the movie, I also watched on YouTube. They have a bunch of Quentin Tarantino, like, uh, making of the movie like documentaries okay. like half an hour yeah and just the way he talked about it the passion about this movie he was planning this movie since Pulp Fiction wow and in between takes of Pulp Fiction he would go up to Uma Thurman and talk about this character and this movie that they're gonna do together and yeah it, she even makes a joke that I don't know what I was doing for seven years but he went and made Jackie Brown and then we got back together for this movie yeah she's so good in this movie I love Uma like, she was so prominent in my, like, teen years and my whatever, like, in that 90s, 20, however old I am in that era in the 90s. She was so prominent in so many movies. And then she's just, you don't really see her anymore. Now we get to see her daughter, though. She's making her making her move. She's in Stranger Things. And anyways, yeah. I actually didn't know that. Yeah, her name's Maya. Or... Yeah, Maya, I think. Uh, so the... I wrote down, it's a not a complicated movie. So it stars Uma Thurman. Yes. She's the bride. Yes. Is her name, I guess, yep. for it. Uh, and she's seeking revenge after an attempted murder. Well, yeah, like she was getting married and then he, whoever, like a whole bunch of them came in and just killed her and, and like nine other people. So now, and they thought they killed her, but they did not. She survives and seeks revenge on the deadly viper assassination squad yes which is really cool name yeah Uh, and so the first one she goes to vivica a fox's house she sees lucy Liu. she sees um i wrote it down uh vivica a fox uh michael madsen uh daryl hannah and then daryl hannah and then lucy Liu is the finale oh and it is a finale but I mean, the Vivica A. Fox scene—it's pretty early in the movie, it but is, it is. you kind of—it's a little bit like, yeah. She's hunting down the members of the squad, and she—I don't—I I don't even know how the sequence. The sequence just feels like such a mess at the beginning, and it's these two trained assassins fighting each other, and they have a moment where Vivica A. Fox's daughter comes home, and mm. she's they just, young, like she's like four or five, or which something, they right? said. Uh, she's the same age as yes the bride's daughter would have kid would have been yeah mm-hmm. um so she comes home and just like oh yeah this is my friend i think and they have like blood all over them and it's like they're all sweaty and Things they're both are broken like, around them they're both holding like knives, knives behind, behind their, their back and, and it's just, just like, oh Hi. this is my friend <laughs> and they're like oh it's just it was the dog that did that yeah and i mean it's a kid so they did it accurate and they're just like okay and like, they go just play in your go, room. go upstairs um then she like makes her tea and like you know like just old friends yeah and then yeah then it it turns a little sideways but you know it it spirals in a quentin tarantino kind of way um so it's listed as a martial arts movie oh martial arts film it it definitely does have that tarantino himself said it's also uh an homage to like the grindhouse horror genre okay and uh spaghetti western oh all right it sure. it do, it doesn't really feel like one particular movie. It also has two. I think it was two kind of 
cutaway movies, like short stories. Yeah, yeah. One of them is kind of an anime style, which yeah, is cool. It was cool, for sure. It just, it breaks up the story. So I don't know if you knew this. Uh, so Kill Bill, the original volume one, 2003, volume two, 2004, it was originally supposed to be one whole movie. Oh, okay. But it ended up, it would have ended up being four plus hours long. Yeah. So they broke it up into two movies and released them one year after another. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, I was going to, I wrote, it's almost casual gore, especially she's just it's just a lot of murder going on yeah a lot of blood and then it kind of i don't want to say ends but it's towards the end where they're in this restaurant and uma thurman is just surrounded by i mean there has to be like a hundred of them uh actually oh uh it's the crazy 88 oh okay that surrounds her maybe in the whole scene there could be around 100 or over 100 but because lucy lou has people with her too yeah, and then she calls this group that surrounds her, and I think it's got to be the most iconic scene sequence yeah. of the whole movie of everyone surrounding her. This is where movie logic kind of goes out the door. Yeah, it wouldn't happen. Because 88 people versus one, I don't care how skilled and trained she is. Yeah, yeah. If no. four people go forward with their swords at once, yeah. that's the other thing. They're fighting with swords Yeah, in the most really, dramatic way possible. Yeah. yeah, it's a lot of blood. A lot of blood and just and like limbs lost and a lot of just, just stabbing. Yeah. And yeah. Such creative way of killing people. Yeah. That's what you got to do. Uh, I'm, I'm just there is one really good point where you they cut the color out of the scene. Yeah. And there's just still bloodshed everywhere. But it just almost taking away the red aspect of it mm-hmm. kind of makes it a little easier to watch. Yes, I agree. Which this all leads to a final duel with Lucy Liu, who is the leader of the Yakuza, who's a very uh, popular uh, Japanese uh, crime group, yeah. I guess you call it. Mm-hmm. Because and she has a backstory that I feel like kind of gets overlooked in this movie. That her parents were murdered by this group. Yes. And then she takes it upon herself to become the leader of the group. Yeah and is that's the anime story yeah yeah it's good i like when they did that because it just kind of it humanized her a little bit because you just saw her as oh she's just this villain that tried to kill her and yeah they show cutaways of them all standing over the bride's body and just kind of laughing at her and like we got her yeah uh it's a great duel lucy Liu is she's really tough like there's yeah. a really good scene where uh she's trying to lead the group and no one's re- or there's one person that's not listening to her she t- takes care of him very soundly yeah. quickly smoothly yeah. swiftly whatever you want to yeah. <laughs> there's a there's just a lot good about this movie if you go into this expecting some cinematic masterpiece there's gonna be a lot of blood that's gonna make you think otherwise yes that's a good way to say it for sure and it, it's a movie that if as long as, because if I watched this when I was younger, I wouldn't have been able to handle it. Yeah. I was definitely, especially, well, you wouldn't have let me watch this when I was younger. No, not too young. But if I was like under the, even under, I would say like 12 or 13, I would not have had the stomach for this movie. Yeah. Now I just kind of see how kind of silly it is. And, right, right. Take it for what it is. And you kind of, and then I, I also think like, well, I know who these actors are. Like I see Lucy Liu a lot. Uma Thurman is someone who I haven't seen that much, but in the two iconic two of the most iconic roles ever yeah yes for sure um they got anything else no, for this no, that's good uh 
as I don't know if volume two is on this, but I feel like the original is definitely I don't want to say better, yeah, but yeah. Even just the yellow jumpsuit, I think I know, adds it's so, so it's so iconic, right? And not even I was gonna say unnecessary, but just adds to the kind of badassness of her character. Yeah, yeah. no, I like it for a, sure. A lot of cool spy and even yeah, she has spy moments where she's like hanging like holding herself on a ceiling. Yes, yeah. Where because someone's coming out and she's hiding. This this movie this movie made me think of Family Guy did a parody of like the Quentin Tarantino style, and I it's honestly it's not a whole episode it's like a maybe like seven minute segment that if you watched it you'd be like yeah this is a Quentin Tarantino movie right that's right. an episode you'd actually really like because they do the same story which is Peter getting fired and it's told by three different directors so they do a Quentin Tarantino they do a Wes Anderson oh, and fun. they do Michael Bay oh my god I like all of those and it's just it's a simple Michael story Bay's, like whatever it's just action when, yeah but when but. I'm actually we're gonna watch that episode because it, okay. it is you'll really just as silly family guy as it gets it's just when you watch how differently the stories are told it'll just yeah. it'll make sense okay fun um all right are you ready yeah so we posted it on the Instagram. If you didn't see, you could check out Dion Family Network. We are doing the 90s movie bracket. Yes. And before we start, you have a story to tell. I do. Okay. So my friend, shout out to Siriani, who um, saw the bracket on our Instagram and was like, messaged me and she's like, oh my God, I want to play. What do I do? And so I just said, well, it's our podcast. So just, you know, listen to the podcast, play along with us or whatever. She was like, how do I listen to your podcast? And she's like, I need step-by-step instructions. So I'm like, okay. So I literally took screenshots and circles and this is what you press and this is what you do. And so she got it. So she sends me a voice memo. She loves doing voice memos, which I love because then at least I get to see her voice. If I don't get to see her face, at least I hear her voice. And she's like, oh my God, you guys have so much. I can't wait to listen. She goes, this is literally like Netflix for my ears. And (laughs) I die laughing like she is one of the funniest people like she's so witty and anyway so hopefully she's listening and I can give her well she's a, got a lot to catch up on 22 episodes I know I know I don't know if she'll do all of those but I mean it was just so funny Netflix for my ears like I'll never forget that like it was just so funny and it, so. it is a good way to describe podcast people because it's also like Netflix where you can pick whatever you want even just with the Dion family network you get sports you get movies tv and you get mother-daughter like relationship life yeah and it, it does get very introspective the time when i listen and i sometimes have to stop and go okay whoa whoa that's a, <laughs> that's, a that's a lot for my my tiny little boy brain <laughs> you're funny yeah anyway so that was my story so shout out to siriani if she's listening that's actually not her that's her last name i just call her siriani it's all right it's a nickname my gal pal um this is this is an an intense bracket you're folding your paper because you think i'm gonna cheat off of you always i always not cheat look i don't want you to look well we're gonna have some of the same answers i understand that but i just don't want you to look at it all right should we go through all the matchups first and then start picking or well i think we should go like okay the very first one is pulp fiction against true romance what did you pick okay i I just didn't know if you wanted to go through all of them first I guess maybe to me, it's once we get to the second round that I kind of analyze the movies a little more. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, we don't need to analyze. I mean, if you really want to, like I do have like when they were and we can do that like that's but we'll just kind of go. And then if we're like want to 
kind of give it a quick little description we can and if we don't we don't have to all right first round pulp fiction true romance so i know like pulp fiction is one of my favorite movies but true romance is actually a really good movie too so it wasn't like you know, some of these are not easy. Okay. No, there's there's some really hard ones, especially. I had one, it, like, literally haunted me. Like, I did my bracket last night, and I still am like, is that really what I want? <laughs> I'm still like, I don't know. But, yeah, so obviously I picked Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction, classic. Again, Tarantino, Tarantino Tra- Travolta, like, Samuel yeah. L. Jackson. Yeah, it is. I put storytelling at its finest. That's, for me, it was. Especially the way that. It's done. They, yeah, you tell the story and you're like, wait, this happens here and what, like, mm-hmm. that doesn't make sense. But Choppy. then the, then the character's just back and then once the story kind of all unfolds together, it makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Okay. Wayne's World and Clerks. Did you know Clerks? Uh, no. What is I Clerks? didn't really either. It's um Kevin Smith movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. I do know. Okay. I, like, I love yeah. Kevin Smith. And Wayne's World. So you picked? I picked Wayne's World. Me too. I just, especially the way, I think this movie gets underrated in the fact that they brought back um wow i'm blanking on the queen song now that uh, they I see a silhouette yeah uh bohemian rhapsody yes. they kind of brought that song back to popularity not that no one ever thought it was a bad song but it kind of it's an iconic scene oh yeah no when they're in the car and stuff isn't and it, that when they're doing it yep yeah all right we're gonna take the next eight minutes to sing the song <laughs> yeah okay shawshank and 12 monkeys i i just i can't go against shawshank it's i felt the same way but i have to say it was a hard one for me i really love 12 monkeys like i think okay brad pitt i'm not on the bandwagon of he's like like the most beautiful man like i think he's cute and stuff but he's not my type but I think he's a phenomenal, underrated actor. And I think this movie, 12 Monkeys, was his finest. Like, he he was just so brilliant in it. So I, I did have a little moment where I had to, like, you know, damn it. But I had to go with Shawshank. It's, again, and it's on a collision course. There's the Even the next round of this side of the bracket is there's this, a lot of good matchups. This side of the bracket sucked. Like, I was like, why are all the good movies on this side like it's anyways uh six cents truman show six cents okay we got our first disagreement yeah six cents is good i I can i'll never not give it its due especially for the twist it has it has something that you it's something that's not connected into the movie until the exact moment he he says this iconic line i you can never watch it again I could never watch it again, I should say. Okay, that's true, and I get it. And the Truman Show is Jim Carrey's really good. He th- he's living in a reality show, but he doesn't know it, and everybody. So the concept is great in the Truman Show. I just think for what Sixth Sense, like I'd never seen anything like that. And you know, I always brag about it, and I'll have to stop. But I can usually figure stuff out, and this one shocked me. So it's like one of those movies that, yeah, I can't watch it again, but it stayed with me. Like it was just, that's what, for me, yeah. I went with Truman Show. Just Jim Carrey does. I, I I think he, not in the same right as Brad Pitt, I think he gets underrated as an actor because he's done all these silly roles like Ace Ventura and we're going to get to Dumb and Dumber. Yes. Wait, Ace Ventura isn't on this. No. I would. Yeah. That's that, sh- that should be somewhere on this list. Do you think it's it's 90s? Yeah. Yeah. That's no. got to be. At least. Not 80s, right? No, I don't think so. I think it would have been early 90s. I don't have my phone up here. Uh, I do. I'll look it up. Okay, uh, Big Lebowski and Austin Powers. Are you ready for my probably the hottest take of this podcast? And people might not like me after this. 
Okay. I don't like Austin Powers. No, I don't either. I put Big Lebowski. I love Big Lebowski anyway. So okay. I, I picked that anyways, but I I thought I was gonna. I thought I was doing something. Oh, sorry. No, it's not. It's you. You know me. That's not my type of humor. It's kind of like it's it's silly and I don't know. Like I just was. It wasn't my favorite for sure. Yeah, Ace Ventura, nineteen ninety four. Wow, I can't believe it didn't make it. Um, Days and Confused and Edward Scissorhands. Days and Confused is just a classic movie. Classic. High school, you get young Ben Affleck. Yes. Edward Scissorhands is great. It's, I mean, it's Johnny Depp playing a role that makes a lot of sense for Johnny Depp. It's a Tim Burton, so it's got that quirky kind of, you know, that weirdness that we love. I just, I, I couldn't go against Days and Confused. Again, it's gonna, we're on the first side of the bracket, and I have a, at least three movies I could put in the final four. Uh, I know. That's what made it so hard. Okay, Jerry Maguire's sister act. Do I even have to ask? It's I like um, sister act was cute. It's, like it's um, Whoop- why am I forgetting Whoopi Goldberg? Whoopi Goldberg and she's like hiding in a convent because uh, I think she witnessed something or some, something mob and yeah. So she's yeah. It, 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 it's a cute movie, but Jerry Maguire. I, I'm telling you right now, I think it's about to go on a pretty deep run. Okay. <laughs> uh, Natural Born Killers, Blair Witch Project. What Blair Witch did was they kind of started a, I don't even want to say movement, but started just a genre of like point of view film. And especially at the time, it terrified everyone. I just think Natural Born Killers is the better done, well done movie. Yeah. if you're Okay. So I have not seen Blair Witch Project. It is not in my wheelhouse of something I would watch. It looks too scary. But Natural Born Killers has Juliette Lewis and Woody Harrelson, who I love. So I definitely went Natural Born Killers. So in that first first section of the bracket, we only disagreed on one. That I yeah. you took Sixth Sense and I took Truman Show. Yeah. But again, I, I you can't go wrong with that one. And Natural Born Killers is uh, Quentin Tarantino wrote the story for it. It it is something that kind of gets and Oliver Stone did that, which it totally is an Oliver Stone like get ready for jiggly time. Yeah, that that is even because he did. Um, that, it's not '90s, but um, football. The football. Yeah. What I can't remember. Jamie Fox. Uh, any given Sunday. Yes. He makes football like he gives me a concussion watching football. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think we should save this side of the bracket. I think we should go to the other side because this first matchup is enough that we should go to the right side. Okay, go ahead. So top top right side, we're going to... Because I think I that that it's... first matchup on the left side deserves a lot more time. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to go with Jurassic Park versus The Matrix. I picked The Matrix. I like Jurassic Park. I do. Dinosaurs in an island. I get all that. But The Matrix was just kind of cool. Like it just had a coolness to it and... It just, yeah, I don't know. It was, it, I did have to think about it. I have to say it wasn't like an easy, like I'm going Matrix, but I, yeah. I, I originally wrote Jurassic Park and then I realized it's a movie that, I mean, it's gotten remade into, I guess, sequels, I guess you call them now. Yeah, yeah. I just think the Matrix, especially such a, I, I say iconic a lot, such a memorable moment of, are you taking the blue pill or the red, the red pill? pill? Yeah. Do you want to basically do you want to take this risk or do you want to go back to your normal life yeah it's it's, it's a big message I, I went with the matrix too yeah la confidential boogie nights <sighs> boogie nights it's boogie just nights. again this is we talked about it last week with Wahlberg. he really just brings that role to life there's a lot more to the story but 
to me, it just starts and ends with Wahlberg. Yeah, for sure. I agree. It's, it's a good one. Uh, Dances with Wolves and Mrs. Doubtfire. So I've never seen Dances with Wolves. I don't think I have. Um, not a Kevin Costner fan. Um, so I'm with Mrs. Doubtfire, which it's, it's a cute movie. Like he's playing like a it's Robin Robert. Williams playing um, him and his wife, who's played by Sally Fields. They split up. So... In order for him to see his kids, he dresses up as like a like a female like nanny or whatever. So it's just it's cute. So. I, I picked it too. Dances yeah. with Wolves again. It's it's okay, but yeah, I think just that's where he, we're gonna have to really differentiate some movies. They're gonna be like those are pretty different movies. It's just what to me. I broke it down to which movie does what they're trying to do better. Oh, okay, yeah. I just I went by like what did I like better for whatever reason but then sometimes I would get mad because I'd be like those movies are too similar and then sometimes they'd be too far apart and I'd be like they're not even in the some realm like I would just yeah I'm just it was sometimes hard to please me but and and it's some of the ones where I'll bring it up later once we get into the other rounds that I think like a movie like Sixth Sense I think could have beaten uh I don't know, natural born kid. I don't just thinking yes, of one for, yeah. but because it just was against the Truman show, it just, it loses out like that. It's, yeah. it's funny how these brackets yeah, kind of work. It is because there's, yeah, we'll get into more as we get on, but um, I agree with you because there's cer- certain movies that I'm like, if that was over there though, that would definitely be making it. Uh, Empire records, Brown groundhog day. We're yeah. going to be different. Yeah. I have a groundhog day. Yeah. I did empire records. All right, let's hear let's hear the Empire Records. So Empire Records is um I'm just trying to like find it on my list to see if I can uh get the year, but it's a, it's a bunch of kids that work in a record store and then they want to sell the record store to like a chain. So it's just kind of that teenage record store 90s movie. It's like kind of how I grew up. So I and I I like it. Liv Tyler's in it and I'm trying to find it, but I don't think it's You have a lot of notes. Well, I just throw it kind of like when it was like around and stuff like that. But don't look at my list. Oh, it's not who you're picking. <laughs> oh, I was looking at I was like maybe looking at this one, but I'm not looking at your bracket. Um, okay. I've got Groundhog Day because it's the first movie of its kind to have this. You're stuck in a time loop. Actually, I, I could. Is there another movie before? I couldn't think of a movie that's before. Groundhog Day that's done that kind of formula. Not that I know of. No, and it is Bill Murray who I love. But I just, I don't know. I love record stores in the 90s. And fave. It's like basically peak Bill Murray. And just the fact that he, and it's a movie where you think about it, he just does the same day over and over again. Like what, it, it doesn't do it as much as more modern movies have went with, but the day can change so much just based on how you wake up and, how you change things. It's all about like the butterfly effect. Yeah. And what you're putting into the day, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Clueless and Muriel's Wedding. Uh, Clueless. It's iconic. I don't know how. Like, I love Muriel's Wedding because I love Tony Collette. But I, I don't know how you go against Clueless. Like, that's. Come on. <laughs> that's it. I mean, it's just it's given us so many lines and it's given us. It's the pop culture. of Ugh, the- As if. Is that clueless? Yes. Okay. I got really scared that I got that wrong. And I was like, that's <laughs> not legally have, blonde, is it? I should have been like, uh, no. No. Yeah. Um, okay. Welcome to the dollhouse and bring it on. I have never seen Welcome to the Dollhouse. I had um, never heard of it before this bracket. It's about, I just put an awkward seventh grader. It's from 1995. Um, 
Yeah, it just looked like she was like, because I try to watch the trailer, so I'd at least know. But she just looks like she's in love with like some older, you know, popular guy, and she's really awkward in grade seven. But I had never seen it. Um, yeah, so bring it on. Plus, bring it on. It's about cheerleaders. I mean, who doesn't want to watch that going is, into a competition? It's the yeah, you're really because you liked that Netflix show, Cheer. Yeah, loved Cheer. <clears throat> I was a cheerleader, so I am. Oh yeah, I was a competitive cheerleader. And I really enjoyed it. It was really fun time. Isn't Bring It On, didn't you say it was 2000? Like released it, in 2000? Yeah. Well, when I looked it up, it said 2000. So, and then they have Gabrielle Unions in it. Is, and I oh, guess it's Kirsten Dunst and Yeah, later. she's on the other. No, she's, sorry. She's part of the main one. Oh. And then Gabrielle Union's part of the, a different squad. And then they fight because they stole their routine wait do they like physically so fight dramatic. or are we just no no oh. just words I was, cheerleaders. I was gonna say did they like fight with like cheer moves yes they make a pyramid <laughs> and someone just runs into the middle of it yeah try to topple it that's exactly what happened i'm so good at these movies i know uh yeah bring it on it yeah. just even if you don't see it just look at the poster and that's it's all you need it's all good it doesn't need to make it that far but just... no it's not right but still yeah Okay, few uh, good men. Schindler's List. Uh, I went with Schindler's List. Did you? Yeah. I did a few good men. Obviously, it's a tough a, call though. In a few good men, again, different move, very different movies. A few good men, you get again one of the greatest scenes, one of the greatest, two of the greatest actors going at it for in the courthouse. Yeah. Uh, I want, I the, want truth. the truth. You, you can't, can't handle, handle the, the truth. truth. Jack Nicholson and Tom Cruise just really. Uh, what year is it? Ninety. Um, sorry. I I told you that I wanted to guess. I'm gonna say it's like ninety eight. Ninety two. Hmm, that's a lot earlier than I thought. Adam Sorkin is the writer, and Rob Reiner is the director, and it's uh yeah, Wait, it just says like courtroom. Uh, Aaron Sorkin. Oh, you said Adam. Oh, sorry. That's Aaron. why I was like, wait. Wow, Aaron. I'm like looking right at it. And, yeah, Aaron Sorkin. Rob Reiner's the director, and it's like a courtroom marine. Yeah, somebody had died, and so they're trying to pin it on somebody, and it's like this whole courtroom. And again, a very well, it's like not just the courtroom, but in, if you haven't seen it, it's fantastic. Intense, so. high energy. Uh, again, this is where when I was doing it, Schindler's List is kind of the sweeter. Not only want to say sweeter, but just like. Hard, honestly harder to watch because oh, of the 100%. circumstances the no color part aspect of yeah. it but it's also spielberg so you're talking like you know it's going to be next quality level. yes film. yes and it is it was definitely one of the ones like some of them were easy for me i was like obviously it's going to be this movie that was definitely one where i had to like really think about the movies and yeah so i did a few good men i'm glad we're not just agreeing on everything no i know that would be kind of boring uh, Seven or Silence of the Lambs. Two movies that just two of the greatest villains. Yeah. And I I struggled with this one for mm-hmm. a while. I think mm-hmm. it was the last one I did out of the fir- out of the first round. Yeah. Because they are similar in some aspects, yeah. but oh, I, they totally are. They're they're psychopaths in both of them, and I just think that they take it to different levels. Like they seven takes it to a whole nother level of going through each of the deadly sins mm-hmm. and murdering people because of them. Yes, 
but he feels very justified in why he's doing it. And there, as I'm not saying I agree with him, but there are moments when you kind of are like, I get where you're coming from though when he's explaining it. Like you're like, all right, well, I, it's not good and you're not supposed to do that. But he feels very justified. And it's something where he's he's following the Bible. So yeah, uh, Morgan Freeman, Brad Pitt, just a great balance, yeah. uh, especially their characters alone. Brad Pitt's the hothead. Morgan Freeman's the like calming force. Yeah. Just to just like smooth, silky voice alone just is enough to just just calm down. Just put down the gun. Yeah. But Plus, what's in the box is like iconic of that movie, right? What's in the box? And if you don't know what's in the box, then you have to watch the movie. Yeah, that's that's good. Yeah. Um, so what did you pick, though? Seven. Oh, okay. Me too. Just I, I think it's because it's a movie that really difficult to watch. Silence of the Lambs is more psychological. It's more like in your head. Like the scenes between Anthony Hopkins and I can't think Jody of Jodie Foster. Oh, it is Jodie Foster. Okay. I, I was thinking it was her, but I only really remember her when like she was younger and did yeah. movies. Yeah. Just the scenes that have with each other, it makes sense that they're award winners. Oh, for sure. For sure. Like, I mean, it is. The acting is extraordinary. I just like the movie Seven better. There was just, I don't know. I was just more into it. But All right. We're going to stay on the right side. Yeah, uh, let's just do the right side. Pretty Woman versus American Pie. I can't wait. to. Well, I know you're going to pick American Pie. I, I. It's just, it is the best high school movie. It, it because it is i don't want to say all realistic there's obviously some stuff involving an apple pie yes not that real mm-hmm. actually i guess it well, could be for some sure. people um never float your boat <laughs> pretty woman is just a movie i can agree is good it's just one i never connected to american pie mm. especially when i watched it in high school i just felt like yes this is what high school is like to an extent yes i, I pick pretty woman because for me, I connected more with it. Like, I love American Pie. I think it's hilarious. Um, and even the sequels are fun. And it's a fun movie. But for me, Pretty Woman had a little bit of the more... It's romantic. Like, she's a hooker. And he saves her. and he's, He takes her shopping. I know. And then she walks in the store. And she's like, you work on commission, right? As she's holding all these bags in her hand. And the girl's like, yeah. And she's like, big mistake. Big huge i gotta go because she had given her all he had given her all this money and the girl wouldn't help help her buy stuff because she was a hooker prostitute did she know that by walking into the store i guess maybe just how she's dressed yeah it was yeah totally based on her appearance so then she came back to the store with all her stuff because she went out to go shopping and then he was like did you buy anything And she was like no they were mean to me and then he took her out shopping anyways i like pretty woman it's not like I watch it all the time, and I love Julia Roberts, so yeah, I pick Pretty Woman, but it's good. I think it's good we have. It's it's a it's one where I, I knew we wouldn't pick the same because as soon as I saw it, it really wasn't much thought that American Pie is one of my favorite movies ever. Yeah, yeah, so it's good. That's good. Uh, swingers versus Home Alone. Oh well, I pick Swingers for sure. Yeah, I I picked Home Alone. Yeah, that's funny. I knew I figured you would. I I think it's just. I don't know if it is an age thing or if it's just like, a, you know, like we just connect differently into different movies. Like it's probably a combination of all of them. But I mean, you got Vince Vaughn and John Favreau. I'm in. I'm to, in. to me, it's funny that I didn't pick Swingers, but it has one of my favorite movie scenes when they're playing NHL on the Sega and he's telling him he's going to make Gretzky's head bleed. And it just 
it's such like a male just dude relationships <laughs> right, where right. and it's something that people that played video games growing up there's a huge part of all right i'm pausing the game don't unpause it and keep playing yeah that's exactly what he does he just it's they're goofballs yeah they're goofy and they're they're Try, so they're cute though trying to make it work especially them younger it, it is cool to see how they've like grown up together like go from just a straight line from swingers to like couples retreat yeah. and you see how they've like grown up together yeah no it's cute i love their relationship seated home alone home alone one one of the better christmas movies yeah it's true uh sure. just the way and again not realistic this child and it, it's hilarious that uh, and it's Catherine O'Hara as the mom, which is hilarious to think that she's Shit's Creek and she played that role back then. Yeah. Um, they just forget their kid. There is a lot of family and just the way he outsmarts two grown men at every level and just tying strings to himself and always having a party or just yeah. leaving marbles or leaving the TV on and thinking that someone's standing there with a gun. Yeah. Just hilarious kids movie. Yeah. No, Classic. It, is, it is great for sure. Ah, uh, yeah, this is, uh, I, I like how you paused to wait for me to realize which one which this was. One because uh, this Jack's is... going to say I bullied him and I didn't. Well, I wouldn't accuse you of actually bullying me, but you've definitely, okay, if, this, if this was another movie that we're going to get to, you probably would have whacked me if I didn't pick the right one. So it's Before Sunrise and Singles, but he hadn't seen either one. So I'm just like, listen, it's singles all the way. Like it doesn't like. And then he was like, okay. I just wanted to pick the other one to... Just to be... Because the other one is Ethan Hawke, who I really like, but... Uh, but Singles... I, I looked I looked up both movies, and Singles does look like the movie that I would actually watch. Okay, so this is my... This was my thing, though, with Singles. So you have 1992, you have Cameron Crowe, who's amazing. Cameron Crowe is, like, he puts out genius movies, right? And it's a whole bunch of 20-somethings living in an apartment is maybe one of my favorite soundtracks of all time. You have a lot of Chris Cornell. You have, like, Mother Love Bone. Like, you have um, – I can't think of who else is on it. But it is such a good soundtrack from beginning to end. It's it's just a Cameron, – Cameron Crowe knows how to bring people together. He knows how to humanize, like, this kind of relationships and stuff. So – I'm sorry if you felt bullied. I was not bullied. <laughs> I'm sorry if you felt pressured. Um, okay. I, <laughs> yes. But that's okay. You have to pick singles. I, I did pick singles. Okay. You're welcome. Thanks. Uh, Rushmore versus Waiting for Guffman. I Guffman. haven't seen Guffman, Waiting for Guffman. So right. I picked Rushmore. I actually think it's funny anyway. Cause I, it's picked, I picked Rushmore before I even looked at what the other movie was. Yeah. Like Rushmore is funny. Like you have Wes Anderson and it's again Bill Murray and it's. Um, why can't I remember who the main? Oh, Jonathan Schwartzman. Yeah, Schwartzman. Who? Yeah. His like it's just if you think of a Wes Anderson movie, you're gonna see the Wilson brothers, uh, Bill Murray, and Jason Schwartzman. Yeah, those are your that's Those's your recipe. Your that's it. Uh, Saving Private Ryan. Life is beautiful. Again, Oof. two really different like, movies. Like Life is Beautiful is such like a happy movie for how sad it really is. That is a good way to describe it because I was trying to think of like when I wrote it, I said it's a beautiful story of, of a father-son love and and just what a parent will do to protect their child. And the guy in it, Roberto Benini, ben, you're better at names. Anyways, he and it's just like in they're, they're in the Holocaust and he's Jewish and they get and, but he makes it fun for his son like what kind of I mean that movie if that doesn't hit you in the fails man whoa 
that is a movie that will yeah so anyways I I, I mean Saving Private Ryan is incredible like that opening scene hitting them hitting the beach and stuff it's incredibly done but for me it's life is beautiful also I think that opening scene really just shows the real perils of war yeah and, and I think a lot more movies now show that I think it was to me one of the first war movies I saw that made it feel real yes um i want spielberg again right so you know yeah. you get tom hanks you get Matt Damon. a little and he looks he it's funny that he He's looks baby and he looks younger in this than he does in goodwill hunting yeah and it's made after um yeah i went with saving private ryan it's nice. just okay it's just i i really could have i really it was it was a bit of a toss-up for me because I was like, I don't know, they're both great movies, but so yeah, so like different movie. that again, this is where my who, which movie did what better, yes. and I think just for me, Saving Private Ryan did the war movie better. And again, not that Life is Beautiful, it is a spectacular movie, yeah. and all of the emotions hit you because you just you want to laugh, you want to cry. It's just such a conflicting movie. It is like, how is this movie making me laugh? As they're in a Holocaust concentration camp. Like, it's crazy, but they do. Anyways, uh, Fargo being John Malkovich. I want Fargo. Yeah, me too. I, it was a toss-up, though, because I do like being John Malkovich. I, um, for anyone who doesn't know, it's just like uh, they, this person finds like a portal into John Malkovich's head, and so it's like quirky and weird and whatever. I, mean, I, th- I think it just embodies John Malkovich. He's yeah. not, especially just the characters he plays and just him in general you just think that's not like i don't want to say normal but he just he's in his own world yeah and fargo's like i love francis mcdormand and william h macy and it's a comb brother so i went fargo i'm right there with you uh jackie brown and pie i have to say i thought when i saw pie i thought life of pie did but i would have picked jackie brown anyway because it's quentin tarantino and i mean it's you know it's so great so and it's pam Greer, and it's yeah i would have gone jackie brown even if it was life of pi but when i looked it up afterwards i was like oh that is not the movie i thought it was so thanks that movie's from like 2011 2013 something like that yeah drop the ball there that's yeah. okay Jack, i want jackie brown too okay and the crying game and election I thought The Crying Game was a totally different movie. Again, I kind of dropped the ball on this end of the, I found on the bracket this end. I was kind of like, I for one of me, again, when I heard Crying Game, I thought it was a totally different movie. And when I looked it up today, I was like, oh, that's not the movie I thought it was. But What did you think? Like the imitation game? No, I actually thought, I can't even describe what movie, like I know the movie in my head of what I thought it was, but I don't know even. It I, would take us too long to figure yeah, it out. Yeah, and I think it's like, I thought it had Guy Pierce in it. And anyways, it's it's not that movie at all. So I don't even know what movie I'm thinking of, but I would have gone election anyway, because I think it's Reese Witherspoon, Matthew Broderick. Like it's, it's so funny. And it's kind of, that was like, you're just getting to know Reese Witherspoon and it showed her range of acting. So again, because that's 99, right? Yeah, and she hadn't done Legally Blonde yet, so you were, you know, you're just still getting in the in the beginning of her. She just I does. Found. She does such a good job of playing a character that you really don't want to like. Yes. Yeah. And you want to cheer for Matthew Broderick, but, but it, he's not really good either. Yeah. So then you're kind of like, I don't know. I guess I want her to win. I don't know. Yeah. Because also, because um, it's I can't remember his real name now, but it's Oz from American Pie is forced to be the other. Uh, I don't want to say participant because they're in an election like the other candidate. He's oh, okay. because he's the popular football player and he has a broken leg. Chris Klein? 
Yes. Okay. I think. I'm not, look, I'll look it up. I think it's something like that. It's not Pine. It's Klein. Like, I think it's... I think I would know if it was Chris Pine. <laughs> yeah. And then we're going to have to go and finish up the other side. Yeah. Uh, yeah Chris Klein. Yeah. Um, yeah. I went with election, too. I just... Yeah. Especially Matthew Broderick, I feel like, got pigeonholed as being Ferris Bueller. But seeing some of the other stuff he'd done, even, like, he was um, in The Lion King. Like, he's just... He's done a lot more than Ferris Bueller, but I oh, feel like that's totally, just yeah. how he's going to be remembered. Oh, for sure. Yeah. All right. Let's finish the other side. This is... This w- is painful. Forrest Gump versus Goodwill okay. Hunting. So Th- when I first saw it, I was like, I can't do it. But when I really thought about it, it I did have a very clear winner it's, for me. Yeah. I, I didn't have as much hesitation as I think I should have. Okay. I think these are two very iconic movies. Um I, I went with Forrest, uh, not Forrest Gump. I went with Goodwill Hunting. Oh my God, I, my my mouth almost hit the floor. I was like, what? I pump faked myself. I just, um, Forrest Gump is really good. and It, it is. It's it a could, great movie. It is a great movie. It just had a really bad matchup. I think if you really, if you put it in any other, like if, I'm just going to say hypothetically, you switch out Jurassic Park and Forrest Gump, Forrest Gump could have probably ended up in the final four for me. For me too for me too just a bad matchup goodwill hunting is just i don't know matt damon and ben affleck really at their best casey affleck too is really good in that he's so good and And that's that's where we got to really know them i mean they wrote this movie and they they had that regs to riches kind of story um that's not what the movie's about plays you know matt damon plays this genius janitor yeah he's a mathematician genius but he's a janitor and he never fully gets his um like reaches his potential in this movie he's like you know going for it but it's and it's about this this like um camaraderie of boy like these those boys that all hang out together and Cole Hauser and like the 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 acting and the in the the just the the guyhood the Even friends it are, also is like the grittiness of Boston as a city yeah and is, their accents I mean they're from there so their accents are really good Matt Damon iconic lines all over the place how do you like them apples yeah even everyone loves that scene i love when um i can't remember who it is in the bar but he's trying to impress the girls by talking about all his knowledge and matt damon comes in and just absolutely suns him and says yeah are you gonna have any of your own original thoughts or are you just gonna plagiarize everything yeah because he's like like, photographic memory and he's like oh you read that from this on page 92 or whatever right yeah and And all the guys behind him are like yeah like take that like not not outwardly but you can see their faces like oh you're going down buddy uh, my favorite scene in that movie is when he's sitting on a bench with Robin Williams. He he had to go through therapy and um, him and Robin Williams, like he went through a whole bunch and he couldn't find somebody he liked. So him and Robin Williams end up, uh, it works for him. He likes him. And he, Matt Damon says something that offends him quite a lot about his, his wife who had passed. And so they're sitting on a bench And he's just telling him like, yeah, you could read me all this stuff, but you'll never know when you walk into that museum what it smells like. And you'll never know. Like he, he really tells him like, yeah, you can know all these information, but you're not out there living. Like you have to live your life too. And it's a beautifully done scene and it's a beautiful movie. So even, and even the, it's not your fault when he really just breaks him (gasps) down. Oh yeah. it's not your fault it's not your fault i feel like like, i know yeah like whatever i feel like a lot of movies and other shows have taken that kind of concept of just repeating something at them until they can just really accept it and 
them two together, just that that scene and just how that's one of those things where I kind of want to know how many takes did it take to mm. really get that scene right? Yeah. Because it seems like one, especially the quality actors, they are, it really could have been one. It could have been. Wouldn't that have been great if it, they just nailed it and they were just so in it? Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, it was good while hunting for sure. Uh, American Beauty versus Reservoir Dogs. It's a hard one, man. Like, I don't know why these are so hard. Okay. So I went with American Beauty. It was tough for me, though. I love Reservoir Dogs. You have another Quentin Tarantino. You have, like, this jewelry heist that goes wrong, and it's, like, kind of right up my alley of what I like. But I loved American Beauty. I liked um, – I just like the complexity of it. Like, I just liked that. So I want American Beauty. That's all right. Reservoir Dogs will live on in my bracket. Okay, good. I know. I was like, no, I don't want to. Uh, Boys in the Hood and Titanic. I have to say it. Out of all these matchups, this has to be the at least in the first round the wildest contradiction of movies. <laughs> so true. Boys in the Hood is Cuba Gooding Jr. and uh, I can't remember who the uh, oh, I could see his face, but I can't think of his name. Oh, sorry, I don't have a uh, well. Ice Cube's in it, but um, I need to look this up because it's someone really popular. Uh, do you want to talk about Titanic while I look this up? Um, yeah. So. Titanic 1997 James Cameron it's Leonardo DiCaprio Kate Winslet it's Titanic I mean it's just like the boat sinks guys so um I went boys in the hood <laughs> uh, I'm not a Titanic fan sorry for fans out there I'm not a Titanic fan I can appreciate the effort and the beauty of the movie but it is not my I liked boys in the hood way better so it made me feel better I picked boys in the hood before I even look it was another it's like Rushmore it didn't matter who was up against I think it deserved at least one win right. I was thinking of uh Morris Chestnut plays the main character oh, okay uh Ricky but, uh okay <laughs> uh but Lawrence Fishburne also plays like a father I don't know he's probably someone's dad I haven't seen the movie in a while it's yeah. it, seeing it made me want to rewatch it because yeah. it is a really good it's a great movie Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, over over Titanic, it's too long, and yeah, the boat sinks. Guys, boat sinks. Spoiler um, alert. <laughs> train spotting and Goodfellas. I was so mad about this one. Yeah, I love Train Spotting, but it just it's it's good. It's got some really '90s vibes in the sense of it's so confusing at so many points. Yeah, but it's just it, so Train Spotting has Ethan Hawke, and he's like on drugs, and he's trying to get off drugs. No, no, am I? Isn't it? I thought it was Ewan McGregor. Oh my God. Yeah, it is Ewan McGregor. Sorry. Ewan McGregor. And he, yeah, he's, it's like a drug scene. So it can get really weird at times. Right. And it's like twitchy and stuff. But. Yeah. It's just, it's not Goodfellas. Oh my God. I thought you were saying it's not like you didn't pick Goodfellas. It's I was just like, not as good as Goodfellas. Just Goodfellas is um yeah isn't it 1990 1990 martin scorsese and it is the perfect mob story ever told it is robert de niro ray Liotta, joe pesci it is brilliantly done the music is awesome i couldn't say enough good things about this movie even just again you, you brought up train spotting and the drug ray Liotta basically spends what the last half of the movie last 45 minutes of the movie just in a drug daze <laughs> he's trying to like get out and they have the music going and yeah, it's so good i love that movie so much it is it's one where it, it it's hard for it not to go far yes um white man can't jump jungle fever 
I went White Man Can't Jump. Okay, good. I, I thought I thought you were gonna go Jungle Fever. I love well, I love Woody Harrelson. Like I anything he's in, I'm gonna I'm gonna love because I I'm so obsessed with him. I love him, and I just love that these like Wesley Snipes and him are these like hustler kind of guys, and they think like, oh, this guy's on my on the team, and they're not gonna win any money or and stuff, and they hustle all these people and stuff. So I yeah. Rosie Perez like I I like that movie so I like Jungle Fever too it just it didn't have it's another Wesley Snipes right yeah yeah Yeah, no I did White Man Can't Jump just yeah them two alone the funny thing about it is uh, I'm pretty sure the uh, Wesley Snipes role was going to be Tupac which I think really changes that movie I think Wesley Snipes obviously Tupac was actually a really underrated actor the movies that he did do he was really good um Wesley Snipes and Woody Harrelson just have such a good chemistry mm-hmm. in this movie. Yeah, the, they do. The only thing that it's funny and it's not a criticism of the movie at all is if you break it down from like an actual basketball aspect, the rims are eight feet high. So oh, it's okay. easier to dunk. Right. Okay. That's the boy thing to say. Um, Fight Club and There's Something About Mary. Uh, Got to go with There's Something About Mary. You know, the Cameron Diaz scene Stop with her it. hair. It's so funny. Carolyn, don't worry. He didn't pick that one. No. Fight Club, especially, again, you get Brad, Club is... Brad Pitt, Edward Norton. Yeah. No, don't, Fight those, Club is. We can't talk about it. Why? It's the first rule. Oh, we can't talk about it. The first rule of Fight Club. Don't talk about it. No, I think there's something about Mary. Ben Stiller is hilarious. Ben Dillon, or not Ben Dillon, Matt, Matt Dillon. Dillon um, there's a, there's an athlete and I think Brett Favre's in that one. Yes, maybe. So there's something about Mary. No. Final four. Fight Club, you guys. Uh, Dumb and Dumber, Office Space. Office Space. Did you? Destroying destroying the printer alone is such a good scene and it's been repeated so many times. I, I have to say, I don't know if I've actually seen this movie. Jennifer Aniston. I know who's in it. Oh. Ron Livingston. Like I I know, but I I when I looked at it, it's Mike Judge. Like I know, but I'm like. It's not like computing in my head of like whatever. Did you pick Dumb and Dumber? I did. I didn't really like either of them. So I was like, I guess I'll go with Dumb and Dumber. And Office Space, wow, Office Space does a good job of, because Ron isn't. It doesn't matter anyway. Do you know, it's one of those ones that I was like, it doesn't matter. You're going to get bounced in the next round. But yeah. they just, the boss is so good in Office Space because it's just like, yeah, I'm going to need you to work the weekend. Or I don't know if that's the exact line, but he just does yeah. such a good job being just the asshole boss okay so maybe i need to give that one another chance a chance a chance last one usual suspects and unforgiven this is another one i hated this matchup the unforgiven clint eastwood such a good just have fields and mccoy's just a great story but just good old western usual suspects just the, again and the it's twists a- and the and the storytelling in this and how it unfolds is brilliant right yeah and even Again, this is another one where you just look at the poster and you're like, these guys are all criminals, but they're just like kind of hanging out with their mug shots. Yeah, usual suspects. As much as I love The Unforgiven, it's usual suspects. Yeah. This next round is awful. This yeah. makes me want to cry. Round two. So round this two. podcast is going to be about three hours long. <laughs> I know. How long is it so far? Uh, just over an hour. Really? Yeah. An hour and two minutes, almost three minutes. Oh, I thought it was like- yeah. All right. Let's wrap. Let's go faster. Uh, Pulp Fiction, Wayne's World. Pulp Fiction. Uh, Wayne's World's hilarious, but Pulp Fiction is honestly, it might be funnier than mm. Wayne's World. Yeah. Just even when, actually, no, I shouldn't say this scene, but uh, Shawshank, Truman Show. Uh, uh, Shawsh- Shawshank and... Six Sense. St- oh, okay. I did Six Or I did Shawshank. Yeah, I did too. 
Big Lebowski, Dazed and Confused. Big Lebowski. <gasps> I did Dazed and Confused. Just the dude. I know. Even Steve Buscemi. Like, there's just so many good characters I in know, that. I know. I know, but I can't. I can't go against Dazed and Confused. I love it. Jerry Maguire, Natural Born Killers. Jerry Maguire. Jerry Maguire. Uh, good Will Hunting, so we both picked that. And this is your American Beauty, I'm Reservoir Dogs. Oh, okay. I did Good Will Hunting. Sorry, I just decided to go in order now because I feel like yeah, the yeah, forest no, got no, Good yeah. Hunting. Yeah, yeah. So, what, yeah. sorry, what did you go with? Good Will Hunting. I did too. Uh, Boys in the Hood, Goodfellas. Goodfellas. God, it sucks that Boys in the Hood got really two tough matchups, but Goodfellas. It's, yeah, I it's, don't know. Yeah. It's destined to go deep. White Man yeah. Can't Jump, Fight Club. Fight Club. Yeah, Fight Club. I really yeah. wanted to pick White Man Can't Jump, but it's just. It's funny so far, all ours are the same on that side. Uh, uh, Dumb and Dumber. Or no, I you did Office, Office Space. Space. Usual Suspects. Usual Suspects. Yeah, me too. So all ours are the same once we got to that round. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, I guess that's where you really break down. I feel like this is the point when these are classic 90s movies. Actually, yeah. no, we have one different. Oh, okay. Big Lebowski, Days and Confused. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, The Matrix, Boogie Nights. Uh, Boogie Nights. I picked The Matrix. I just, oh, nice. Uh, Miss, uh, are, you're Miss Doubtfire, right? No, I'm uh, Miss Doubtfire with Empire Records for me. Okay, and I'm Miss Doubtfire and Groundhog Day. I did Empire Records. Groundhog Day. So nice. we both picked it to be yeah. Mrs. Doubtfire. So it's it cute, but it's not. Yeah. Uh, Clueless and Bring It On. Clueless. Clueless. Uh, sh- uh, you're a few good men. I'm Schindler's List versus Seven. I did Seven. I also picked Seven. Okay. Uh, pretty Woman. Actually, we have the exact opposite in this one. So we you have, do. So you have Pretty Woman Swingers. I do, and I picked Pretty Woman. Uh, I had American Pie Home Alone. American Pie. Nice. Uh, singles Rushmore. Singles. Rushmore. Not even just against your singles. I just really like Rushmore. <laughs> okay, that's fine. I will forgive you for that one. Uh, Life is Beautiful, Fargo. So you have Saving Private Ryan and Fargo, right? I picked Saving Private Ryan. I did Life is Beautiful. Uh, I think this last one we have the same. Uh, Jackie Brown I Election. I did Jackie Brown. I did too. It's just, Election's cool. It's, yeah. I don't even want to say cute because it does have some pretty, like, yeah, no, it's good. darker it just, tones. Jackie Brown is the better movie all right me. this is where i mean uh, this is where you just want to cry this is <laughs> for me so like, was, many like, good movies that i know I'm gonna, i can't wait to see what you pick on this side um pulp fiction shawshank i i think these movies both deserve a little more time like it's just that they have to face off now they were both 1994 in the same oscar race and yeah. now and have to just... face off in the sweet 16 uh elite eight i always call them by march madness names it just helps right. me remember it more I did Pulp Fiction. Yeah, Pulp Fiction. As good as Shawshank is, Pulp yeah. Fiction's energy is just... Yeah, for sure. Uh, so you're Dazed and Confused. Yes. And I'm Big Lebowski versus Jerry Maguire. I did Dazed and Confused. Jerry Maguire. Wow. It's it's on a run. It's, it's on a run. Okay, that's Oh, wait, okay. this is the Sweet 16. We're in the Sweet 16 right now. Uh, good Will Hunting, Goodfellas. This? The good. This is such a good matchup. <laughs> Broke my heart. I actually put a heart that's broken beside it because i was like guys i don't want to pick i don't want to pick no uh, that that one because they're so different it's just so hard to compare them yeah anyways i went goodfellas i also went goodfellas it's it's a good movie i know it broke my heart though um fight club and usual suspects fight club fight club it just especially these movies are actually i think more similar than i thought about yeah how kind of a twist yep yep reveal sure. kind of thing yep um 
I have no idea where we are on the right side. Uh, Boogie Nights Empire Records, but so you have the Groundhog Day. Ma- the Matrix and Groundhog Day. <laughs> yeah, totally opposite. I went Boogie Nights. Uh, the Matrix. Okay. Clueless and Seven. <laughs> how how right? different could these movies be? <laughs> uh, I went with Seven. I did too. That's so funny though. That uh, we have all these movies that are so similar and then just Clueless and Seven. It really made yeah, me laugh. It did me too. I know. Uh, Pretty Woman and Singles. So I have American Pie and Rushmore. Oh, right, right. Sorry. Uh, I went Pretty Woman. Uh, American Pie. Okay. Um, I don't know where... Life is Beautiful and Jackie Brown. So I'm saving Private Ryan and Jackie Brown. And I picked Life is Beautiful. And I picked Saving Private Ryan. So we have... It's we... funny because whatever ones we picked, it did go far, though. Like, it was like there was definitely... If, so... we, if we disagreed, they definitely had a good run. Yes, for sure. So now this is the Elite Eight. Yes. Okay. Uh, Pulp Fiction with You're, you have I have Days and Confused. You have Jerry Maguire. Yeah. It just they're it's gone. Eh? They're too sure. different. I I loved the run Jerry Maguire got. I really wanted to put it past Pulp Fiction. I think this is one where if Shawshank was there instead of Pulp Fiction, I think I would have chosen Jerry Maguire. Okay. Yeah. But Pulp Fiction is Pulp Fiction. Me too. Uh. Goodfellas Fight Club. Sorry, Fight Club's got to go. Goodfellas is just, Goodfellas. It's, it's iconic. Yeah. And then on the other side, so you have, what do you have, The Matrix? So I'm The Matrix and Seven. Okay. So I have Boogie Nights and Seven. So I did Seven. I also picked Seven. Over The Matrix, I think The Matrix got the run it deserved. Yes, for I agree. How it advanced. For how, you. Yeah, 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 technologically how great it was, but it's not better than Seven. Um, and then your ours are very different on the bottom. I have Pretty Woman against Life is Beautiful. And I'm American Pie versus Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> that's amazing. I, oh my God, that's so funny. Um, so Pretty Woman versus Life is Beautiful. I picked Pretty Woman. But we also got them from the same matchup. So Saving Private Ryan, Life is Beautiful faced off in the first round. Same right. with Pretty Woman and American Pie. So those winning, they got to the same place. Yes, yes. Um, Saving Private Ryan. What was I on? Saving Private Ryan. American Pie was mine because yes. you're on. Uh, I'm on Pretty Woman. Life is Beautiful. I picked American Pie. Wow! F- it made it to your top four. A final four run. Wow! So, so let's let's take a pause. Let's. Okay. What's your What's our final four? So mine's Pulp Fiction against Goodfellas, and Seven against Pretty Woman. And mine is. So we got the same one side, the same Pulp Fiction, Goodfellas, which yeah. it's kind of annoying that I think those are the two best movies left. Mm-hmm. And now they had one of them gets knocked out here. Yeah. And then I had seven versus American Pie. Wow. Okay. Let's do our sides. We don't have the same first because okay. I think the other side deserves a little bit more of a conversation. Okay. So seven versus Pretty Woman. Yeah. I actually did Pretty Woman. Are you ready for this? Seven American Amer- Pie. You I picked American, American Pie. <laughs> I got to the point where both both Seven and American Pie have their gross moments for very different reasons. Again, it was just the connection I have to American Pie. Seven's really good. It's really well done. And yeah. it got to this point for a reason. That's the way I felt too. Like I was like, it, it got what it deserved, I think. But at the end of the day... It's, uh, our, it's our bracket. I loved Pretty Woman. It was so cute. So it's funny that... so. From this right side, both from our first round matchup, both of those ended up winning that side. Yeah. So American Pie and Pretty Woman. Okay. The other side, this is this is another this is agonizing. Pulp Fiction, Goodfellas. Yep. Pulp Fiction again. You get this is this is like every matchup you would want possible. You get 
uh, Tarantino versus Scorsese. Yes. You get who's you could pick either of you get kind of a duo, I guess. You yeah. get De Niro and Ray Liotta. Yes. And then you get uh, Travolta and Samuel L. Jackson. Jackson. Yeah. I, and Uma and, and Pulp Fiction. And- yeah. You know, the funny, I kind of forgot that, not that she was in it, but just the time she's in it mm-hmm. isn't that much, but she makes such an impact. Such an impact. Yeah. What'd you go with? Goodfellas. I went with Pulp Fiction. Oh my God. All right. I just, I think cause yeah. that's what I broke it down to. The tale of the tape is I think Pulp Fiction has more depth to right. their, not even their story, but just the actors. So your grand winner. Um, well, what's our, what's okay. your, your final is my final two is Goodfellas against pretty woman. What a weird matchup. I know. Not that mine isn't weird. Pulp Fiction, Fiction versus American, American Pie. Pie. Yes. I'm glad we we got to this point. Um, I just I love American Pie. It had the best run possible. Yeah, it couldn't beat Pulp Fiction. No, so Pulp no. Fiction is is my is my '90s movie champion. Mine's Goodfellas. So our movies, and it's almost the movies we got attached to. Yes. Once you started picking, and I know we kind of think the same way. Is yeah. once I saw american pie getting good matchups i'm like oh it beats this oh it has like an actual path and once yeah. it got to seven i was like ah seven's really good but it just it's one that can't really not that you can't watch it again but i guess maybe it's oh i wouldn't watch it again i think it left its impact yeah i'm good i'm good i don't need to see that again we're goodfellas i could watch again um but Coming down to Goodfellas and Pulp Fiction to me is that's the, the, the as hard as these matchups were. That's the hardest. Those are the two best movies that were left. Or and then and then the Good Will Hunting and Goodfellas. That that was another really tough one for me because if Goodfellas, if I kept thinking like if Good Will Hunting was on the other side, like it would have made it to my top four. Again, it's one where uh, for you as Boogie Nights, but for me, Matrix made it so far because it didn't have great matchups. Yeah, you put yeah. good if you. I said it about what I say it about Forrest Gump. If you put Goodwill Hunting in the Jurassic Park spot, that's that's in the final four. I th- it's in the I would, final four. One hundred percent. I would take Goodwill Hunting over seven. I would have taken Goodwill Hunting over almost any of these movies except seven. Well, like I'm saying I might have chosen it over seven, seven, seven but is a bit seven more is of a the discussion. only one on this side that I was like pretty passionate about. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the other side was so hard. Anyways, it was really fun, but Again, I take it so hard, and I'm like, last night <laughs> like I did these movie, it. Like these movies are going to be mad at you. <laughs> yeah, like I was like laying there, and I was like, what if I change Goodwill Hunting? What does what if I change it to Goodwill Hunting? Like, what does that look like for my bracket? Anyways, yeah. There were some ridiculous matchups in this. Uh, if anybody wants to send us, if you yeah, played along with us, I would love to know. You know your top four, and then what you ended up picking. Like, I would love to hear what other people. Even some of the matchups that we picked one way that maybe maybe you went with Forrest Gump over Goodwill Hunting that right. changes the bracket so much. Yeah, for sure. I would be. I would love to hear people's. Even I, because I, I feel like most people would have gotten the Pulp Fish and. Pulp Fiction Shawshank matchup. I would love to hear what people thought about that because that yeah. one was definitely more of a struggle than I thought it would be. Yeah, for sure. Pulp Fiction, it, like the thing I liked about it is it once I wanted to look at its path. So it beat True Romance, mm-hmm. Wayne's World, Shawshank, Jerry Maguire, and Goodfellas. Yeah. That's that's a tough path. You it's got a tough. Yeah. If you're ranking the like top five movies of the '90s, I think Pulp Fiction is my number one i think it went through two of the other top five in shawshank and goodfellas yeah no it was uh it was really fun i loved playing this 
It was really fun. Like, and, it was just fun to think about these movies and do the matchup and stuff. So. Getting to compare them, and especially when you get a hilarious matchup like Clueless and Seven. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I was like, that's hilarious. I love it. So we're definitely, we're going to, and there's going to be brackets out oh, there. Oh, there's so many brackets. There's like 80 brackets. There's character brackets. Like, I mean, yeah, we can always, I love a good bracket. Yeah, we'll, this is a big one. We'll definitely bring this back. Yeah. Uh, so before we go, let's pick our top 100 movie challenge for next week. Yeah, so you guys can watch if you want. I pick number 63. Number 63 is Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. <laughs> you just watched it. Yeah, that's the first one, though. Okay, perfect. So we're going to get you another Harry Potter world now. All right. All right, I'm going to pick... I hope people can actually hear me I know, trying to pick. Doing that. I picked number 95, which is... I can't read that. Amadeus. Amadeus. Amadeus, Amadeus, Amadeus. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Me either. So There you go. Next week, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone and Amadeus. Amadeus? No, Amadeus. Amadeus. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. Or maybe it is Amadeus. No, I think it's Amadeus. Well, we're going to find out. We are. So <laughs> have a great week, everyone. Stay safe. Sorry this was so long. Yeah. If I you, hope you enjoyed it, though. Yeah, if you played along and enjoyed our really, because we really struggled over this. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was not easy for sure. All right, so check us out next week, uh, movie challenge, and I think we're doing a draft next week. Are we? Fun. <laughs> Did you not know that? You're, I don't the one, know. you're the one that wanted uh i know i did write it all out i just i didn't know where we were in the it's next week's the 28th no um oh, i wrote on the wrong thing oh nice yeah i don't know what we're doing well uh, bracket bracket we'll figure it out <laughs> and so, yeah. we'll uh we'll definitely be posting on the instagram if it's something that people can play along with at home perfect so that movie challenge next week casey got anything else i got nothing and besides that we'll see you next time bye